Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, that is my name that you said. It Joe? is. <laughs> Joe? Your name is Caitlin? Whomst? Whomst? <laughs> Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's been 500 years since you and I have spoken. It has. It's been it's been truly an eon since we last spoke. <laughs> it's fucked up how like time just keeps moving. I, was about I don't know to if you ever thought about I that. Was, I was about to make a how are your children joke, but that's not really funny because you have a child. Yeah, it's doing great. Good. Turned two in February. That's Love a serious dearly. question then. I'm glad that yeah. your child is doing well and had a joyous birthday. Yes. Uh, that was like over a month ago though. So. Yes, yes, it was. It uh, just this month has gone just to fucking vanished. Uh-huh. Underneath us. Uh because time is fake and not real. Uh, which can be proven by the observation of uh daylight savings time, which also has happened. I think I don't know if it actually. I think it happened before we recorded last. Yeah, yeah. It, would require it me to know. right before. Yo, Spotify Shuffle just started playing me a newfound glory song that's featuring Haley Williams, and I did not know that happened. Oh, I didn't know that happened either. I don't know how I Let's feel make, about that. New podcast topic: Haley Williams. <laughs> uh, what a gal. Am I right? Yep. Um, all right. End of podcast. <laughs> uh, whoop. This week we're talking about immortals. <laughs> we are. We're really avoiding talking about immortals. I think. Uh, yeah, we're just we're just hanging out. It's we're all friends here. Mm-hmm. We have fun. Us and however many of you there are, I genuinely don't know. I should look, but I don't. I don't know either. Immortals is a song. Uh huh. Written by Fallout Boy. Mm hmm. For the film Big Hero Six. Yes. I don't know if you've seen it. I have. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of it because I saw it with my like wild ass alcoholic ex and my two very good friends at college who were like, what the fuck is going on? And I think I just kind of like tension blacked it out. So mm. I remember like the main plot beats of it, but not going to lie, like when I was replaying through the Kingdom Hearts storyline and they were making allusions to things that happened in the movie, I was like, hmm, missed that. Yep. <laughs> uh, what's I fuck? I haven't seen it in a couple years, but I did see it in theaters. I can't. I remember we had um my my now ex and I were had a friend visiting for like a weekend or a couple days and i remember we went to the movies like two nights in a row we saw big hero six and interstellar but i can't remember which one we saw first because i think we we're like let's go see this movie and we're like actually this other one seems better and then we went back the same the next day and we saw the other one i was um, gonna say what a i thought for a second i thought you were saying that you saw them like back to back and i was like wow what a wild what a combination to consume what a science fiction double feature that is <laughs> Thank you for laughing at my joke. You know that I will. <laughs> why I? That's why we do a podcast together. <laughs> because I'm the only one who's just like this ready all the time to laugh at terrible <laughs> jokes. <laughs> it's a valuable skill. Uh, I should put that on my resume. Interstellar is like fucking ten years long. 
Uh, Big Hero 6 is a digestible length, but there is a good section of that movie that is just a montage of training question mark mm-hmm. of the of the superhero characters yeah we're not this isn't a disney film podcast i'm not gonna explain to you the plot of big hero six <laughs> it's also like not really relevant like it's honestly wild it's to a, me a little bit it's I, wild I think that to you, me that you, they wrote this song like with it in mind and There's like bits and pieces of it that like apply yeah but i feel like if it like like when i was really listening to the song because i had never really listened to it i just heard it in like the big mm-hmm. hero six promos and stuff and yeah, like because because again this is a record you have not listened to front to back yeah this is a record i think this may be the only song i've heard off of this record oh and uma thurman we okay yeah uma thurman uma thurman was a was a very popular radio played single yeah and it I, was. We, we talked about centuries to death oh that's right i forgot centuries was off this album is that i'm thinking i think that's it yeah i think this is um this is our second time visiting this record we've already hit we've already hit the point where i don't know what we have and haven't done <laughs> same but i think like so like this is the first time i like sat down and listened to it and i listened to it multiple times just between like in the past like 24 hours and sure. um like listening to the lyrics and like now looking at them i'm like i can see the parts of this that are relevant but also mm-hmm. if you were to look at like like sit me down and be like caitlin did fallout boy write this before or after they knew it was gonna be in big hero 6 i absolutely would have been like before yeah i i could see it either way what was the What's the song that was supposed to be in Trek 2? Uh, Bang the Doldrums. Yeah, that like in no way fucking sounds like it. Yeah, no. No, it's not that situation. It sounds like it could be in Trek 2 in the sense that I've heard the Shrek 2 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, sure. But uh, lyrically, no. Uh, this one, this song, lyrically, on the surface, you could say like, oh yeah, it's about moving on from some sort of loss. And like, yeah, that fits in the movie. That's what it's about. Sonically... Uh, Patrick said that he um, uh, composed the sort of like I don't want, I think soundscape is overdoing it, but like the aesthetic the based vibe, on the jam, yes, the tone uh, <laughs> based on the like San Francisco, the setting of the movie is sort of um, which I believe it's based on a Marvel comic, but mm-hmm. I've never fucking seen one in real life i've only ever seen the movie it's one of those weird ones where it's like quote-unquote marvel because somebody else wrote it but marvel like them oh oh they got those disney practices built in Mm-hmm. that's why they're a perfect pair yeah what was i gonna say oh so so the setting of the movie san francisco you're familiar with it if you have played the kingdom heart but or seen the film or seen the film you, you, chances are you are one of these two people or i guess read the comic maybe off yeah there's like three people over there that are like <laughs> hey that's me there's three people listening to the show right now being like we read the comic man and they're all listening together at their weekly listening party of sugar <laughs> we're going down podcast and they're huge fans we appreciate you <laughs> anyways the setting of the film <laughs> san francisco is supposed to be this uh like you know tonal mashup of uh, San Francisco and Tokyo, like it's in the name. Um, so that Patrick kind of injected that into the tone of the sound, being like the the sort of like crunchy guitars with like um the sort of like plucked Japanese sound. Uh, I have an article from the LA Times pulled up that is linked in the the Genius Please Sponsor Us uh, description. They sort of talk about like how they uh, uh, approached writing the song. There's a bit that we can talk about later with the lyrics. 
um, that with Pete, but Patrick talks about like, I wanted to imagine a band, what, what a band like us would sound like in San Francisco. <laughs> and this, and let me read this quote. I was initially going to go really Japanese, but the filmmakers told me not to do that. Good. And that's like, yeah, like just that out of context is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, like I like that the, the filmmakers are like, eh, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't, hey, just make a fallout don't. boy song. Yeah. Hey, fucking chill. <laughs> yeah. It's still like, it's obviously still there. I think in the tone, like I think listening to it. line that has nothing to do with anything you just said but i'm looking at this article and it's very funny uh-huh <laughs> okay so it's two sentences sorry with the mm-hmm. release this weekend of big hero 6 suburban chicago pop punk group fallout boy is the latest act to try its hand at crafting an iconic disney song the quartet's immortals plays relatively early in big hero 6 arriving after the film's young human protagonist <laughs> has been dealt a series of setbacks that's a way to phrase it I love a young human protagonist. I guess, like, all the marketing of the movie is like, there's also a robot. So, I guess you it's probably good, it to be specific. It just like, a little overkill. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't know his name. They didn't know shit about him. This article was written way before the fucking song or movie came out, and they were just waiting to hit send. Uh, and... <laughs> Here we go. Also, I, I love the like the Sherman brothers, Alan Minkin, Randy Newman, Kristen Anderson Lopez, and Robert Lopez, and now Fallout Boy. <laughs> what is, I like that they try to make a one of these things is not like the others jokes, but it literally is which one is not like the others? Which Fallout one indeed? Boy. Which one indeed? Is it the last one? <laughs> Let it go, this is not. But Immortals is still dealing with serious themes. Um, <laughs> let's not just read the whole article. Are you sure? Because that might be a better show. <laughs> it could, well, I think the only thing else to talk about is uh, Pete Wentz talking about the lyrics. But it's, it's interesting. He's like, when you lose somebody, you have to, to fill in some of those parts with other people. And then he, this is the same thought. I'm, trust me, that's the idea of being immortal. We're immortal, but our legacy is through other people. And that sort of makes sense. I get what he's going for. Oh my god, there's, okay. The last, the last fucking paragraph, Joe. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't believe. This, this was, this was I, written in 2014. I'm just, all I'm saying is like, it's, it, it's also a Patrick quote, but literally the quote says, it's a very technologically optimistic film, Stubb says. That's kind of unique these days. It's such a pervasive idea that mach- machines will rise and destroy. In this film, the machine is the heart. The machine, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Uh, the machine is the <laughs> sweetest character by being logical. Usually cold the logic. The can be anything, even data. <laughs> I, like, I like that they're like, but VR is bad. Yes. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, the fucking, like, the fucking turn from, like, the machine's the sweetest character in the movie to, uh, yeah, fast forward to champion video, where escapism is bad and VR is bad and 
Jane Smith has a baseball bat. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad you pointed that out. I hadn't thought about that at all. I just, I read that paragraph and I was just like doing the white man blinking meme. <laughs> Please, his name is Drew. Is it? Yeah, it's Drew Scanlon. He used to be part of Giant Bum. Oh. It's from a Giant Bum stream. It's so funny that that just became a meme and it's like, oh, that's just a thing. I don't know anything with. about Giant Bomb. I would be real with that's you. That's fair. How do you, how do you how do you feel? How do you feel about this song, Immortals? By far. I off, uh, off the album American Beauty, American Psycho. Um, I like it a lot actually. Mm-hmm. Which I was really surprised about because like I've heard it before. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is another champion's ass, like radio yeah, it's single. Very, it, it's very uh like toned down pep talk song but i like it a lot i think because like once i actually listened to the lyrics and like paid more attention to the music i was like oh this is like actually good and they like Mm -hmm. i feel like because they only ever two really blasted like the chorus i never really paid attention to it Mm -hmm. but they do like some interesting stuff too with like some of the like quiet moments in the song Mm-hmm. That I wasn't really yeah. expecting, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm like actually pretty into this." Yeah, I think it's a bop. Um, and it has there's no real questions about it. It's just a matter of like how good of a bop is it, and I think it's a perfectly good bop. Yeah, I think it. it I'm. I don't even. I can't even rate it really. I feel like because I I was not expecting to even like it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like since I'm rising from the basement of my expectations, <laughs> it's really just the sky's the limit now. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you know what? Like, I swear, like, every now and then I'll be like, is this record secretly very good? And I, I do the same thing with Mania, too, where I'm like, do I like these albums? And then, like, the the reality is I like some of the songs a lot and some of the songs not very much. Yeah, like, I know for a fucking fact that we were right about Centuries, and I know for yes. a fucking fact I don't like Uma Thurman, so... We even... I have... A, I sometimes like Uma Thurman. I have to be in the mood for it. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Centuries, I pretty much stand by, although if it comes on, I don't feel the need to skip it. It's just, if I don't think about it, it's fine. But this is a show where we think about things. It Sometimes, is. Sometimes, most of the time, usually. we try. We do our best. <laughs> uh, we pretend, at least. Yes. And this song, this song passes, like, all the think about it criteria. Mm-hmm. And it sounds good. Uh, I, there's, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing, like, sus about it at all. Like, there's no lyric where I'm like yikes you know no i think like um i think like obviously like saying like oh it, the the repetition of the word immortals a lot is kind of like i mean it's repetitive but like it's fine it doesn't really wear thin on me i actually think um like half the lyrics i think are just okay and then i think there's a couple lines that really stand out to me as like really good um at the end of verse two uh, it might be your wound, but they're my sutures is this something that i think is particularly good yeah i like that line a lot too Especially, I think, if you're putting it in the context of the movie, I think it's pretty good. But uh, just in general, I think it is just a particularly poignant lyric in this song.
Like, I genuinely found the lyrics to be good and poignant across the board, and I liked it better thinking that it wasn't Big Hero 6, and, like, seeing, like, oh, it could fit into that. Um, yeah, it, that's the thing. They don't, I think it's a strength that they don't nail it down mm-hmm. to that, any specific things. Yeah. Which, the, the, you know, the single came out considerably before the record did. I was kind of surprised to hear it on the record um, with some subtle changes that I can't even really pick out because it's been so long. I just remember hearing it and thinking, oh, the mix is different. Uh-huh. I don't even remember how many months after now. Uh, let's see if I can look at her. The album came out in 2015, so I guess it would have been, you know, five, six months, I guess. Yeah. I think my only complaint is like, I, I'm like what you were talking about with the repeating of Immortals. I'm fine with it. I'm trying to remember what part of the song it is just because like it's harder for me to remember where it's at when I'm only looking at the words. Mm-hmm. But no, there's one point in the chorus, I think, and one of the times that the chorus goes where like the second round of Immortals, I'm like, this is unnecessary. And it's not all of them. There's just like one particular part of the song. And it's like, I think it's like the second, I think it's the second time the chorus only does this twice and that. So I guess that is that middle chorus. There's just like when, when they do it, the, I would rather have them switch it. I think honestly, mm. where like it was just the two immortals in the first chorus and then the four in the second. But I guess that might be a little bit too much considering they do the four for the outro too. Yeah. Um, I might have already, I don't know how I'm going to edit this, but uh, the thing about the, they really drag out that word, like Patrick really like takes that single O in the word immortals mm-hmm. and just like flexes those pipes. I don't, I'm actually exaggerating. I don't think it's that big of a flex. This isn't a Saturday or anything. Yeah. Uh, or uh, whatever song on Folly Ado does it. A couple probably. Yeah. It's definitely not that level, but it's like. It's just like, like you really like. like I feel like it's like a, a commercial roller attempt coaster. at that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's very, like, I don't know, like, and, and the fact that it's repeated over and over again is pretty much unchanging each time he does the, hits the notes, um, it's, like, you, you, I don't think it would <laughs> make sense yeah. if every single one of them were the, were the top of his ability, but, um, it never really pushes, like, once, um, that. Yeah, well, and I think the thing, too, about it for me, that, like, that one set of repeats is, like, a little bit too much. Honestly, I think if they only did the four at the end, maybe that would be fine. Because I think, like, the way that he, like, punches the end of the word makes it Mm -hmm. sound really final that second time. So then to have it immediately start again is kind of weird to me. Sure. Yeah, and, like, the... Yeah, because when it goes out for, like, the the third and fourth time, it's... not The music doesn't change behind it Mm -hmm. or anything. Um, yeah, because yeah, the in the second chorus when it happens, it, it happens twice. Um, which, uh, it's I remember at once upon a time I knew things about songwriting. Tip like the the setup I think of doing it four times and then the second time doing it twice, it feels like unresolved, like you're not done yet. And mm-hmm. then like it that's when it fades into like the more quiet section. Um, and it like sort of subconsciously creates this like anticipation for what's coming next. But then it. Uh, just repeats um, some chorus lines with some different music behind it and then swings into the last full chorus where he says Immortals uh, now. Uh, five times if you count the full sentence of We Could Be Immortals.
feel like every teenager who thinks pop music is bad has said, oh, if, if it's not for long, then it's not immortal. But that's the fucking point. Yeah. It took me a second to realize what you were saying. Because I was like, yeah, I was, at I first, was trying to figure out how to like, at first I thought it. you were saying this as if, because like, you know how you've referenced like being a shitty teenager who thought pop music was bad? Uh-huh. I was like, for a second, I was like, is there like some club of shitty teenagers who come up with sayings? Yeah, they're all online. Just look at, <laughs> look at God. Twitter. I can't throw stones at anyone for being online. I think the the other thing, so you mentioned the quiet part, and I think the thing that actually really captured me about this song is how, like, it manages to capture kind of the sadness of what it's talking about in a way that's, I think this is the first time I've ever felt like a Fall Out Boy song that we've talked about, at least, has really been able to find a middle ground between, like, not being too specific to the point where it's, like, it's not so specific that it becomes inflexible. But it's not so broad that I'm like screaming, what is this about or what does this have to do with anything? Yeah, it's it's easy to read even if the film didn't exist. Yeah, and I feel like like part of that, I mean, like I think that the lyricism is actually very good because it's like the first time I feel like since we've started doing this show and like all the songs that we've done where I'm like, yo, these lyrics are like very restrained and like good and they capture the good parts of Pete's lyricism without being like fucking wild. If Fall Out Boy exclusively made songs for Disney movies. Would they be a better band? I feel like this song indicates maybe. <laughs> but like this part- song is our one piece. Well, also, Bang the Doldrums is extremely fucking good. That was supposed to be for a movie, so maybe yeah. they just—that's when they bring out their fucking A game. Yeah, it's when they're trying to make money. songs for movies. Literally, when I was reading that LA Times article and it mentioned that they tried to do uh, movie music before, but this was the first one that made the cut, I was like, LOL, bang the doldrums. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's still so funny. Shrek 2. But I think, like, I think that the lyricism contributes a lot, but there are, like, these really interesting, like, quieter parts of the song that kind mm-hmm. of do a lot of the heavy lifting on, like, evoking the feeling without it being, like too much or too little like it's this is very much like a goldilocks ass just right song and i'm very shocked by it yeah i feel that um i think like sonically for me it's not my favorite style that follow-up boy has performed um even in like their more electronic influenced poppy stuff post hiatus i think like um there's there's shit on this record and shit on mania that i think i prefer a little bit more but like across the board like this song does nothing wrong and yeah. and what it does, it does pretty good. I would like like a moment where it reached because it doesn't reach, but I'm, I'm okay with it. They could have fucked it up if they reached. I so think, yeah, if it had been yeah, I'm glad that the 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 movie people were like, yo, you need to calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think I don't think I'd want every Fall Out Boy song to sound like this, but I like how this particular one sounds. Sure. Like, I would not want this to, like, be their vibe forever for everything. Mm -hmm. But, like, honestly, if you could mix this sound with, like, Infinity on High, I think I would be very sold. Mm. You hear that? Guys, you hear that, boys? You hear that, all y'all listen to this podcast? Yo, if you make that music, I will listen and I will throw money at you aggressively. I, man, I have no fucking clue what they're doing next. The B-sides on Lake Effect Kid might 
be what they sound like now? I don't know. Um, I guess we'll find out. We were talking before recording about like what happens if they release a Fallout Boy song, like or what happens when they release a Fallout Boy song. Do we just wait for it to come up in the mix? Or I what? really am here for just random. We just stick to it. it comes up when it comes up. Uh huh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens when they uh when they bless upon us another jam. I mean, Mania did come out last year, so like it's very yeah. within the realm of possibility. Yeah, we also said what's the odds of Fall Out Boy putting out a cover record this year? That's I just think the, the thing odds that of that are now. honestly higher. Hmm. Why is that a thing people do? Is it just like Well, because I mean like, like the Weezer thing, like a publicity stunt for the album they're actually releasing. Yeah, they came out back to back. Yeah, like it was like a it was like a hey, here's this. JK we're actually making a thing. Well yeah, everyone joked about the Weezer cover Africa thing and then they did it and then they were like, uh surprise, this was hyping up a whole cover album that um sucks. And then they were like, Oh, that was just a publicity stunt. We had all these videos with these famous people pretending to be Weezer. Uh actually I can only think of two, but I guess at least two videos. Uh <laughs> and then they were like, oh, also, here's the Black Album that we made. Um, who gives a shit? It's 2019. Not to call up good friend of mine, Jay, but because <laughs> they went to a Weezer concert recently, like, what the fuck are you doing? Leave. Because <laughs> they, uh, they had like a video on their Instagram of them playing, or, uh, of them playing Africa uh, at the concert, and they were like, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> I was like, I... why are you at a Weezer concert? No. What did you expect? I really do just want... It was free. They didn't pay the seaweed. Oh, that's fair. I really do just want for Pete Wentz to go to the Game Awards. That's all I can think <laughs> of whenever we talk about Weezer. That's the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> what would that... Alright, so what if Fall Out Boy wrote a song for a video game? <laughs> I I mean, like, would... Centuries has probably been in, like... Every racing game that's come out since 2015. No, I want Fallout Boy to be in like a Crackdown 3 equivalent. Ooh. Hmm. Like it would be terrible. The game would be bad. The song probably wouldn't be very good. But like, honestly, after this shift from Immortals, I'm like, let's do it. Let's fucking let's get go. wild. <laughs> let's go. I want I want Brutal Legend, but with Fallout Boy. <laughs> I would play that. I would. Pete Wentz, of course, is the main character. Fuck, I would play that too. Trash, we're garbage. Oof. Um, yeah, I we didn't we haven't called out a ton of specific lyrics, which I think is fine. Um, I do think verse two, or like verse one, I'm like, all right, fine. I don't really feel like the song has established what it's talking about until the pre-chorus, where he says, "I try and picture me without you, but I can't." Um, and then. Also, I guess, like, I am the sand in the bottom of the hourglass also. Like, like that's a really good pairing is that and the I try to picture me without you, but I can't. Um, and then the chorus kind of drives it home with uh, live with me forever. Now, he I says... Think the, the chorus is, or like, the, what is it? The, like, live with me forever now, blackout curtains, etc. Mm-hmm. That, and then the first part of the second... Or I guess it's just the whole yeah verse the sec- two. The, sec- the second verse is just really good. It's at really what it's good. Doing. But I do really like that. The I like the chorus before the immortals. Like just the just the not for like we could be immortals not for long. Live with me forever now. Curl- pull the blackout curtains down is like very good. Mm-hmm. I just I <laughs> I dig that imagery of like 
And I feel like it's a really good distillation of that feeling of like, I want to like have this moment forever, but I know it's a moment, so it doesn't have to actually be forever. Yeah. Um. Also, like what Pete like alludes to in the that interview of just like um that sort of immortality that comes with being remembered and being like other people thinking about you, just like uh that feeling, and then like kind of relates it to this feeling of immortality that doesn't last forever, but then that person not actually being gone, like live with me forever now. Cause it lives on. It's just like, it kind of goes back and forth, but it works. I think. Mm -hmm. And the imagery. Yeah. The blackout curtains is good. Um, and then the second verse is very good. Patrick's delivery, I think is good of the tested again and again, though. He kind of like, not to say barks it out, but like it, he do. Mm -hmm. He turns it up a little bit for that one. Yeah. I think it's uh, like what, what we were talking about before with the like immortals repetition there's something about the way that like he really punches the ends of some of those words that feels like very final which yeah. i dig but it's weird it's, when then something immediately follows it yeah it um it's yeah it's not like a hundred percent effective i just i feel like i'm ready for an end and then it's like oh here we go again and i'm like what mm-hmm. yeah um the vocal effect on future is cute I guess <laughs> it doesn't pull me out of it. It's just like, all right, cool. Yeah. It's on the third, it's on the third line. So mm-hmm. it doesn't feel um like it. That's, that's the spot to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It took me a second to like, not notice it, but it took me a minute to be like, wait, is this like, is this me imagining something or having like kind of shitty headphones or is this actually happening? And it's like, no, it's, it is happening. It is happening. Yeah. Uh, and then that's, uh, it repeats the pre-chorus and the chorus and the chorus and the chorus and the mortals and the mortals. Many immortals. A pantheon, even. Mm-hmm. All of them. Well. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's good. I like good it song. a lot, and I'm honestly very shocked. Yeah. I, I don't know what I expected you to think of this song. Because I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's, it, it doesn't have any huge missteps. And I think it does uh, quite a bit of good. Like every, every lyric contributes back to the theme and, and it is cohesive. Yeah, I, I, I am in. I am a lot more in it than I thought I would be. And I feel like mm-hmm. because of that, I'm like really high just because, again, I jumped from the basement to the ceiling. But like. And then you smoked a bunch of weed. <laughs> I didn't, but I have been drinking much wine. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that's it. I, I dig it. Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I, like whenever we get songs that are just good, we're like, all right, well. All <laughs> I right. mean, usually songs that are good, we're just like fucking silly, largely throughout, which I think we have done. Mm-hmm. Um. Should we? There's really not that much to say about the music video either. I feel like, but uh, no, the, the music video is just a, a record that, that looks, looks like, like Baymax's face, and that's just it. Yeah, it's cute, and there's like a million fucking 4K shots of this motherfucker record. And it's like a minute intro of them walking up to a a jukebox and saying this one. They don't say it actually. No, Andy they just, just point. Andy points, and they all look at each other, and then they 
put in a quarter oh, and walk away. I, I honestly, and it takes so long. <laughs> this was actually the only part of the song I was mad about, just because I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna like play the record and then it's gonna cut. Like, it's not gonna be good, but they're gonna like cut in Big Hero no! Six footage. And no! then, no, it's just the entire time the camera's just on this fucking Baymax record, and it's a waste of a video. It's fucking stupid. How much did you pay a man? To film this and edit it. I can't imagine it was even that hard of an edit, honestly. No, probably not. It was probably the most obnoxious is to get like a bunch of cameras inside of a fucking record player. Yeah. Jukebox oh machine. Ugh. Anyways, that's who gives a shit. It's a bad video. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's a waste. A waste. Uh, what else? There. Did, did you do is a pairing for this one, Joe? I did do a pairing. Um, there's also the remix off the remix version of this album, which is mostly whatever. Um, I didn't listen of, to it. It's yeah. the The remix of Immortals is okay. Like the the beat is fine. It does some uh different stuff with the the tone of the vocals. Um, but like every other one, I'm like, oh, this is just a different sound underneath the exact same verse and chorus structure and then they put a rap verse on the end of it um black thoughts verse isn't bad it's just there black thought is usually very very good and he's just there on this one it's not like they he had a song and like i always say like it should be a rap song where patrick sings the chorus and that's it (laughs) but no they just like put patrick over uh, a beat and then throw a very short rap verse in the in the third uh, and they're always letdowns. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll, I will continue to say they're all letdowns as we go through uh, American Beauty, which just by the sake of rolling, we have not done very much of. I still can't believe we already did the Big Sean song. Mm-hmm. Wild. How did he get so big? How did he? Don't know. <sighs> My pairing this week. You know, this this song is such a pep talk. You know, they say we are what we are, but we don't have to be. Also, I'm sorry, who says that? That's not a saying. Someone. <sighs> That's my but, only complaint. That's not a saying. <laughs> it's not a saying. But Pete Wentz thinks it is. Um, but all this all this reminds me of like um like a huh, I guess you could say like a party mindset. If you follow my drift. I'm pairing with Andrew WK this week. Okay, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, Joe, you're clearly alluding to something, but I do not but know what it is. Just for me. <laughs> I think the actual song I I uh, decided on was "Ever Again" by Andrew WK. Uh, Andrew WK is very good uh, if you can stand a lot of energy nonstop. I love it. I love a lot of energy all the time because I have none. <laughs> Just inject it into my veins. Please, music. I need it. I have Please. nothing on my own. <laughs> oh, but I think that's it. I think that's it for us talking about Fall Out Boy this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to figure out what we're listening to next week. But, uh, Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> um, You can find me on the internet. I as... do that every fucking week and you still find it funny. I don't. <laughs> you that I will always <laughs> laugh at shitty jokes because my brain is broken. You are valid. 
Aside and I love from, you like, and I respect you. The very real mental illness I have and the fact that I'm illiterate, that part of my brain is <laughs> also broken. <laughs> you are valid. And I love you and I respect you. I love and respect you as well. Um, okay, so you can find me on Twitter at CG and 8Rs. And then from there, I have a pinned tweet, which I'm going to have to change. Because tomorrow, when you're listening to this, whoop, uh, your is going to have released our new project. So that'll Hell be yeah. exciting. Actually, I will plug it now because I, I think it'll be cool. And it'll entice people to listen to now. So... Uh, Monty and I from Monty from Palin Around, if you listen to that show, which you should. You should. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what the hell? It's not on Orange Groves, but it's like Orange Groves adjacent. It's fucking good. Caitlin's there. <laughs> Caitlin's I'm on there. Caitlin's on one at least currently Orange Groves podcast. Yes, I am because I'm there and also Riley and Joe both like our show, so Yes. And Therefore. Chris. Um, but yes, so you should listen to Palin Around, but my co-host Monty from Palin Around and I are making a new monthly show called Indie Mixtape, where she and I make you a curated playlist of indie games, and it's very fun and cool and good, and we talk about games that we like or that we think other people will like or that are just like weird and weird and wild and wonderful so if you're someone who's like indie games are cool but like the curation is bad well now we're curating for you so if you like us you probably like the games fuck yeah is that gonna have its own rss feed or is it gonna be part of palin around it has its own rss feed which sick which means you get to go and write another iTunes review. Yeah, you do. Um, it'll also so we're dropping our release trailer tomorrow, but the first episode also is gonna drop Nintendo style. So fuck yeah, you'll be able to listen to the very first episode tomorrow. Fuck yeah, get you rev up those podcatchers. Do it. Listen to this show and then go listen to the other show. Fuck yeah, you already you already got an app open. You're listening to this garbage shit unless you skip the plugs. In which case, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Like, I like referring to this one as garbage shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think this show is good. I also think this show is good. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be cool and good, and you should listen to it. I will, little tiny caveat, because of a technical difficulty, the first, like, five minutes of Monty's audio are a little bit rough, but after that, like, it's golden. Um, so just bear that in mind and don't turn it off, because um, it does sound a lot better, like, five minutes in duly noted but other than that it's very good that's exciting i'm excited for you thank you i'm very and all of our listeners at home that are uh furiously rating five stars and listening already fuck this show (laughs) or both just do both listen to this show and the other show you got two earphones (laughs) that's how it works Uh, I assume that you have enough time in your day to listen to two podcasts maybe just add it add it to your queue or whatever your app does you can find me on Twitter, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. Uh, I don't know what the plug. I have too many shows. 294 Note Streak um, is a podcast where I talk about music. If you're into me talking about music, where we, my friend Riley and I made a bracket for all the songs in Guitar Heroes 1 through 5, and we are going to see which one's the best through this bracket, which um, is making us make very hard decisions already. Um, but there will be an episode tomorrow, because it's a Thursday show. It's every other week. Um, and I don't fucking remember what we talk about, but it's probably good. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we record like five episodes at a time and then I fucking forget until I edit them with our about 
that show and this show are hosted on the Orange Groves Podcast Network. You can listen to more shows, figure out how to support the network at theorangegroves.com. And I think um, that is the wheels noise. Sometimes, that is the wheels noise. Sometimes <laughs> I'm already half wheels. <laughs> but yeah, orangegoves.com. Uh, if you ever reviewed this show on iTunes, you should you could do that. That'd be really nice of you. Mm-hmm. And and then go uh, add subscribe to Pal uh, Pal Around if you haven't P A L I N apostrophe mm-hmm. space around. And then what was it? Indie mixtape. Yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. Go also those and rate those five stars. Just go through all of the Orange Coast podcasts too. If you're at it, you know if you just got like you got like a free day. <laughs> Um, but I do think that is it. Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Is this more than you bargained for yet? It genuinely was. <laughs> you, you said you're high as a result, so yeah, I think that's the I, first time I, that's I, happened. Yeah. Fucking plot twist, y'all. I'm shook and you should be too. I'm considerably shook. Good. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday with a different song that I'm going to roll in like 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Having trouble finding video games outside the AAA bubble? Have you wondered whether you're missing out on some real gems in the industry? Well, me, Monty, and my co-host Caitlin have started Indie Mixtape. Here we're giving a new meaning to playlist by giving you a curated list of indie games once a month. Stuff that we're playing, what's hot and talked about, and a couple that might have been overlooked. You can subscribe to Indie Mixtape on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to podcasts.